Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's what made you. You did. I lied. Hey everybody, welcome back to another sweet, sweet episode of Citizen Frame, the podcast that is spoiler-filled and will always contain harsh language as long as I'm on the podcast. Joining me today are the usual band of misfits, Colin and Chris. What's up, guys? How's it going? Hello. Hey, how are you? Hey, you are. And today we're talking another 19, actually 1985. We just talked Night of the Combat 1984. We're up now to 85, and we're talking, well, we talked about Cheese Fest last week. Boy, do we have Cheese Fest this week. We're talking Commando, the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, quite arguably, I would argue it. This is the film that made him Schwarzenegger, not the Terminator. Um, guys, what's your history here? What are we doing? What, what do you got? Uh, here? What do you got here? Well, how many times? How- loads, yeah. loads. Watch this film loads of times. Um, yeah, I think it was the first time I'd ever seen Freddie Mercury as a bad guy. This what? <laughs> the bad guy looks like Freddie Mercury, the villain. What? <laughs> oh, I, so. I can see where you're coming from. It's the outfit. Yeah, and the mustache. That too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I need to see. That. I always know him. That's Vernon Wells. I always know him yeah. as Wes, the badass bad guy from Mad Max 2. Oh, yeah. With the Mohawk and all. Yeah. Um, or the hey, Road Warrior. Hey. Some will know it as. Uh, <laughs> I, can't get, I, I can't get fucking Freddie Mercury out of my head now. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. See. It looks like Freddie Mercury. Trust me, go Google a picture of him and Google it to say Freddie Mercury. There's a double well, like. Well, that should be it. That should be art. That should be the, what we put on Facebook for this movie. Picture of Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Uh, Commando, what are we I don't know what before we start the podcast, I'm gonna say this. I am gonna tear this from the shreds, but I'll let my I'm gonna put my cards to the table now. I fucking adore this film. Yeah. So oh, even yeah. though I'm yeah, ripping yeah. on it, please don't don't hang up on us. It's for it's all in good fun and my review will be positive. But I like I I'm I think I'm with you on that one. Like this film is enjoyable, but it, there's so much that you're like <laughs> What? 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 I'm glad Colin's on this one because Colin likes the cheese. It's one of the reasons he's on this one. Uh, I I Come in Peace is one of our podcasts that we just love doing. And I actually think that there's two films and that's... um, You had had Chuck Norris, you had blah, 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 blah. But it was Stallone who did Rambo 2, right? Rambo First Blood Part 2, I think it was called. Then we had Commando. I actually think these are the two films is why we have all these other action heroes now. Yeah, the birth of the action movie, so to speak. Yes. And obviously, they got smarter when, you know, when, uh, you know, Lethal Weapon came around and Die Hard. But we have all the Vin Diesels out there and, and the Steven Seagals and the Van Dams. It's because of these two guys and definitely because of this film. Do, do you know what I, I was thinking of the other day as well? See the like plot. This has the exact like pretty much near the same plot as the film Taken, but they are completely. There are two completely <laughs> yeah, different. Films. It's handled in a very different way. <laughs> <laughs> they're just, they're just, yeah, 
Uh, I was just thinking of it the other day. It's like near enough the exact same plot, and yet they they couldn't be further from each other. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I didn't think I would utter these words, but if I had to, if I had to say it, taken is the more subtle of the two. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which I didn't think I'd ever say about that movie. You know, it's funny. It's funny because when you bring up Taken in this one, I just thought it was funny, Chris, when you said plot. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's his daughter gets taken like that that's kind of the kind of the plot well and he's isn't it isn't it that and it's very that they, they don't touch on this very heavily like but isn't the whole big thing that he's been the want john matrix aka arnie to kill the president of like venezuela or something yes so they kidnap his daughter yep but they've killed his, is that his like old team that they've killed yes far? and that's what i was about to ask you guys why <laughs> yes if they what matrix why kill the other two guys who could have been good backups if if matrix isn't going to do it so why kill the other two assassins? The yeah. reason is, oh my god, you have a, you have an answer. Oh, <laughs> I have a, I have an answer. It's in the movie. No way. Yeah, there's dialogue. The ba- there's ba- dialogue. <laughs> there's a there's a very very thin plot. Um, they actually specifically say they had to wait on them killing the other guys so the general or whoever gets spooked and goes to find Matrix, leading them to him. Oh, right, okay. Ah, okay. I actually might remember that line now. Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to pay attention in this movie. Oh, it's just <laughs> explosions, <laughs> deaths. Oh, that guy's just got his arm lopped off. So you... uh, why is there so much of this exact same part of the theme song? Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's... Although, do you know, saying that, they, they do something similar, and I, I kind of don't. It, it's that That's one of the parts of the film that I, I kind of remember a lot because it's do you know Home Alone? Do you know when Macaulay Cotton's like making all their like I know this sounds, I know I'm going like way left in here, right? But do you know when Macaulay Culkin's like putting up all the stuff prior to the burglars coming in? Yes. Right? Yes. And you've got that music, you know, yeah. not, I can't do it. But you've got yeah. that music. This has got a similar it's like as he's going in, as they're getting ready, it's got that. So I, I think it fills it quite well in that regard. I, I, well, it does go on for three quarters of the film. But... <laughs> it really does. I didn't notice it until I watched it yesterday. I was like, this movie is just the theme song. I think if there's anything that we'll have to take away from this movie is that uh, motel rooms can fall apart extremely <laughs> easily. Yes. <laughs> like Literally, they, they're touching stuff. And it's like... <laughs> Those, you know, the glass blocks that he puts his head through, they're not even Oh, they're not even held together, yeah. <laughs> they're not even That's health and safety right There's, there. Well, this is, I mean, let's just jump in a couple of the scenes here. And since we're talking about continuity and set design, let's talk about the ending. Um, now, there's two versions of this. There's the director's cut, which is now the it's like an extra minute. And is that where he, sorry, Karen, is that where he runs in prior to going there and switches all the bullets for blanks? No, <laughs> because he doesn't get hit by fucking and no. Well, he gets blown up. He gets a grenade once. Yeah, yeah but he ta- yeah, he take yeah. out that one little s- splinter that came out. And hit. Yeah, yeah, it breaks one rib. Well, he goes to the island, right? And they climax, and he's fighting. And now, the version I saw, I've got the new version, so I think they cut it. In the the older version. They brought out a new version? No. What? If you walk it, you know when he gets on the island and he starts blowing up the buildings. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You can actually, there's a shot when you can tell that the buildings are just, they're shot, they're they're hollow. They're just made to explode. They fall (laughs) down. 
and you can see the cardboard cutouts of the men falling over, like cardboard stands. And then you can see the mannequins, and it's it's blatant. I couldn't see it in this one, so I think they they cut it out. So people... I definitely seen I definitely seen the same extra in the army get killed about four times. <laughs> I'm almost sure. <laughs> and at the end, he, he actually looks like he's bored of it at the end. <laughs> and to see if you see if you look really closely, see when a grenade, see before a grenade goes off, they're already like jumping halfway through the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just landed on their little trampolines and somersaulting yeah. through the air. Yeah. I will say this: no. the stunts were bad. Um, that's some no. pretty cool stunts. But I will say this: so Arnold, I could do this fight. He just walks down, and then they start shooting at him for like a minute. They're they're clearly stormtroopers. Yep. They can't hit him, and then he just turns slowly and shoots them. Then turns <laughs> their right and shoots them with like one bullet, and then three of them fly fly backwards. Yeah. And there's even a shot where he's walking, and he's like. It's the same hammer just going pew, pew, to the left, pew, 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 to the right. Pew, pew, pew. And then all of a sudden, a guy falls off a roof. <laughs> what part? When did you aim up? Or the, okay. bit, the bit where he goes in, the, you know, the wee like, uh, garden shit. That's my favorite scene. I and fucking go in love that And scene. he goes in there, and it's almost like you're like, wait, don't shit yet. Let him get up into the rafters. <laughs> they look at each other, and then they're like, two minutes later, right, let's shoot it now. It's the fact like, that that guy gets part of his head lopped off. That was awesome. Yeah. It is awesome, but it's entirely impractical considering the other two blades just get stuck in the chest of some dude. Yeah. That's the guy who gets his, gets his arm cut off. That's the yeah, best. That and he's like, <laughs> just rubbing his arm. It's, it's so bad. I fucking love this film. Now, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be doing this film justice if we don't talk about you know some of the wonderful dialogue. And the opening <laughs> scene where they start going, they, they come after Matrix to, to kidnap the daughter. And there's a great line with his commander in chief before he leaves going, um, are, they, are they good men? Jackson and Harris? Yeah, they're real good. They last for about 10 seconds in the next shot and they're dead. Yeah. And there's. It's a comparison of they're really good. They're not as good as you, though. So that kind of. Yeah. The bar between <laughs> yeah. them being really good and Arnie's skill, completely, completely wild. Exactly. Yeah. And or yeah, there's there's a line or, when the bad guys are coming, and he goes, "Oh my god, yeah, they're they're they're, they're coming." He goes, "What? They're down. They're downwind. What? You, you expect me to smell them coming? I did. Yeah. <laughs> that was the best. He's the wake, my friend. He's dead tired. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, we're laughing at that, but that line is fantastic. Yeah, it's a classic Arnie line. Like, you know, we got it. We the funny thing is, I, when I was watching this and I saw the credits, the guy who wrote this was Steven Jizuzu. He was the guy who was hired to rewrite Die Hard to put the humor in it. He was the guy. All the one-liners from Die Hard, Yippee are all written by this guy. So you can see the influence of his yeah, writing. He, he's done a lot, Hard. though, hasn't he? Well, you know, well, he's yeah, he's done a lot. But he's the one who always puts that, you know, the little tongue-in-cheek banter. I, I think I think it should have had something in like a TV scene in the background, like halfway through the film, where it's a news report that says like uh, a plane has crashed on its way to Valverde due to drop of cabin pressure. In the way, he just tears his way through the bottom <laughs> of the plane, yeah, <laughs> and then jumps from like sixty feet. What the fuck was that about? He gets yeah, go on up. I'm not even sure what what 
speed a plane takes off at. But I know it's over 100 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's the fact that he lands in Mokoroli to be described as marshland. And mm-hmm. then, boom, he's back in the airport. <laughs> he's like back running about it. He's, he's just back running, running up and down the, the runway. And he didn't, uh, he didn't jump off like two feet before it took yeah, off. He was like, like 60 feet in the air. Was, yeah, and he was just, he just he was he waited. I'm only sure he waited. <laughs> he waited till it got that high. Well, he had no choice. He had to wait for the which wasn't a yeah, it was a marsh. But Jesus Christ, it looks like he fell in a puddle. <laughs> <laughs> he gets up, gotta get back to Chopper. <laughs> Whatever. And now, if, speaking of the Chopper, we had had this ch- conversation in the group where Valverde makes an appearance in other movies. Yeah, such as Predator. Yeah, what's this Valverde yeah, thing? And 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 Die Hard. It's a it's like a. Yeah, it's a fictional, a fictional country. country. That's no, where I'm... that's where Predator set in Valverde. When was Predator released and filmed? Eighty-seven. After this. Eighty-seven. After oh, this. Damn. After this. John Matrix could become Dutch. The only problem with God is that he would be Dutch and see Bill Duke's character again and be like, "I'm almost sure I killed you in a badly made-up hotel." <laughs> <laughs> um, my counter argument would have been the other way around. And Matrix is actually like protective service oh, to keep him away because he's kept, you know his team's dead, he's disgraced. That's a that's a second life. Yeah. What is the, what is it's Die Hard as well? What's Valverde? Where's Valverde and Die Hard? Uh, yeah. It's Gen- General Esperanto's place in Die Hard Two. Die Hard Two, yeah. Where they're the I think they're trying to they're trying to get him there, isn't it? In the plane, uh, it's not where they're going to try and take him. No, to. they're gonna well. He's being flown from there to the U.S. and then they're going to take off and do something else. All right. All right. I was wondering where he was in Die Hard. I think he was Die Hard, but it's Die Hard 2 is where they reference it. Yeah, Die Hard 2. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so we, they, I'll, I'll, we, got, we got all these fight scenes and stuff and I get I get lost. But it, it was, but the, the more the, the good banter is between Sully and him. Sully, as we all know from the Warriors, come out and play. Uh-huh. Um, David Kelly, he's he's always nice to see. He's always he always plays the uh, the hench the uh, little like the little the weasel. The weasel exactly. And we see him where let's not even you know what let's not even talk about the mall scene. <laughs> Jesus, there's a scene where oh okay we before we get to jump ahead of here we've got Cindy. Cindy is played by the horrible actress Radon Chung. Oh my god! So that's what her name is. Yeah, I was actually trying to figure out what her character was called. Cindy. Yeah, Cindy. Right. What was her? What was the point of her in this movie? Well, other need, than convenience. Well, yeah. Well, she's able to fly a plane. They needed that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A Cessna, and she doesn't have her license. <laughs> and so they go to the mall. He kidnaps her to chase Sully because, uh, so he can get where the kid, where his kid's gone, whatever. And yeah, but she, he, can I he takes her. See this before that, Kieran. See this before that. Yeah. See where Arnie swings. So he tears like this wee plastic thing off so easily, and then manages to, that thing takes his full body weight. Yeah, the balloon he swings from one <laughs> side of the mall onto the top of the onto the top of the lift. Is that be, is that before on? or after? You question that. Is that before or after? He rips off the telephone booth and throws it at the cops. <laughs> <laughs> that, that part's believable. <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, there's a sound where he, I can't believe she's doing this. She goes, oh, You got to help me find my daughter. <laughs> so she goes, Okay, I'll help you. So she goes to the bar, um, but she ends up going to the cop. And the cop looks out the door, or, you know, uh, trying to be honest. Okay, we got a suspicious guy. And there's Schwarzenegger trying to hide. 
behind the pillar. This yep. fucking huge uh, green giant. He's uh, <laughs> just sitting there. He's like, oh, you're not going to see me. <laughs> it's, this uh, is a guy who's been trained in stealth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, gee, which one is he? There he is. Um, yeah, so they get, they get in the way for them all. And Sully knows he's alive. So he's got to stop him before he communicates with the guys, kill his kid, because, you know, he didn't get on the plane, technically. <laughs> this is the scene people talk about. And there's they're fighting in the, in the, the Porsche scene, and the cars are just getting just, just demolished. But yet, the car's brand new when it leaves. Yeah. But there's an... I think there's a, there's a thing with cars in this, because see at the very start of the movie, when he decides to just freewheel his Jeep down the hill yeah mm-hmm. like that jeep does extremely well to get down that hill like like without some form of wheels fall off although when it does touch a rock at the bottom it just <laughs> blows the bits <laughs> but it, once, it just explodes but he gets once he gets out then it explodes yeah he gets out and he also rips the seat out of the porsche as well doesn't he yeah because no it's her little mg or her mg yeah which then Later in the movie, she gets into the side that he ripped out, and there's a seat. She's just sitting in. Oh, oh that's. I was wondering why she was the same height he was. Yeah, it's a magic car. Come, <laughs> they all are. Well, they rebuild themselves. Magic, that that Porsche car. must have been Bumblebee from Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was yellow. Yeah, there you go. Uh, of course, you have the great line, Sully. Remember what I said? I kill you last. You know, he's like, I lied. I lied. Um, the one-liners are fucking great in this film. Um, there's a there is a random one where it's <laughs> he goes uh where uh kirk uh turns around and says like i'm a green brain motherfucker and he's like you... i eat green berets for breakfast and he's <laughs> yeah. like you what yeah. you eat green berets for breakfast <laughs> and then he says and i'm really really hungry <laughs> oh. but I'm, I'm not gonna lie eating things for breakfast has been ruined for me because of uh Happy Gilmore. Like, <laughs> shit like you for breakfast. Yeah. That's right. You pieces of shit for breakfast. <laughs> every time, uh, like every time I hear something about breakfast, I'm just like, "Yep, uh, Happy Gilmore." <laughs> you eat pieces. Everybody yeah. hey, eats pieces of shit for breakfast. <laughs> that's, that's a quality. Like, yeah. How did we jump from this to Happy Gilmore and Home Alone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck me! But um. It's just fun. The movie's fun. Yeah. Like, there's no... It's, you're just constantly... You, it, there's no real dull parts of film. Like, even when... <laughs> it's just over the top. But even when they're going to, like... They just decide to rob, like, an ammo shop. <laughs> shop <laughs> and he gets, obviously, arrested by the police. <laughs> She's standing in, in the middle of the street on top of her car with a rocket launcher. And they're like... Hey, what you doing? At, <laughs> like, yeah, at what point in time did she decide to be best friends with this guy? Why did she even get back? I often wondered that. Yeah. yeah. She chases him. She chases after him out of the mall. Yeah. And actually has to stop. And he stops for her as well. Why does he stop? I don't. The plot instructed him to. That's yeah. literally the only reason. Yeah. Because other than that, like, she, she has no reason to stay with him. She was free. And she doesn't strike me as somebody who would have a conscience. Yeah, and then at the end of the movie, he looks at her like he's in love with her, and they're going to go and live a happily happy life. <laughs> I, do, I don't, I don't get the dynamic. Until next time, Matrix. Huh. 
Never. <laughs> oh my god, the acting uh, is so bad. And it, she's terrible. She's she actually she's, she's a bad actress. But the, all the actors bad, like, besides Ray Don Chung, it kind of got on to their own thing. Bill Duke's now a director and who played Cook. But I will say this: what I like, what I liked about it, the actors know this was camp, but they played yeah. it serious. And I like, well, I do think they knew it was camp, but they played it like you know what I mean. Where you, where you get when you when you watch the later films when you watch even I Come in Peace or Seagal's or whatever you mm-hmm. you can tell it's camp and they're playing it for camp. Well, these guys knew it was camp. They knew what they were doing. I mean, Dan Hedaya, who we know from The Usual Suspects, has that worst that horrible accent, and but they're playing it so straight faced and real, like they're going to be nominated for something like this. Again, they're not doing it. I, I think I, I get the I get the quote. I kind of get the feeling off it that it was just macho and that they were all like right you make it as macho as possible and it was almost like a right that was the you know let's get the biggest muscles fighting as much weapons and explosions as possible what about what about the car uh and fix that nah nah don't worry about that nobody'll pick up that it's just all about like what about the fact that that extra has been like killed 16 times um <laughs> And we're now getting them to, to drive this car. Nah, nobody will, nobody will notice. Blow the car up. <laughs> Do you well, know what I mean? The opening scene is just Arnold walking. But you don't even get to see him. It's feet, muscles, and, muscles. and then eventually it's just him, chainsaw, and carrying just logs. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then a, a scene like somebody sneaking up and you think he's going to turn around and hit them with his chainsaw. Oh no, it's just his daughter. Yep, yeah, and the music changes. It's all happy. And then... It gets really weird for a while. Uh, yeah, yeah. When they're feeding deers and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, well, how good is it where he turns And then you have guy? you have when he's leaving after she lands the plane, he's gonna go fight all the bad guys. He takes a little little boat, a little rowboat from the plane, and starts rowing shirtless to the uh, to the shore. Next scene, he's got a whole fucking arsenal. <laughs> He's painting his face. He's got jackets, boots. Well, you don't want to be rolling with all that. I know. But where was it in the boat? Plenty of space. Where was the no? Where was the the rocket launcher? The M16s. It's the see. There's a there's a good bit as well at the start of the film with all the weapons. Where he says to the army guys, like, I need to get them a rifle. And then he like runs up and opens, and all there's like loads of guns, and like it's like it obviously just wasn't a rifle. Like there's there's everything in here. The thing I love about that scene, though, Chris, is did you pay attention to his lock code? No, please say it was something like one 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 or something. It's even worse. It's just thirteen. <laughs> it's one three. <laughs> when they zoom in on the keypad, it's like one three, and it opens. Which is probably his like house number. He doesn't have. He might be our muscle, <laughs> but he, That's just, he doesn't have. Uh, that wasn't secure. Even if you tried to guess a password, you could probably get that. Uh, I can see the back. Just, yeah, we're <laughs> we're so unlucky. Try thirteen. Okay. <laughs> the guy, the guy gets killed on the on at the start of the of an eleven hour flight. By the by, the time it touches down, it looks like he's been in the ground for about three months. <laughs> I just <laughs> like. I <love> <laughs> His body's just completely disintegrating away. He's like gray. And... Yep, he's bleeding from the mouth and everything. Yeah. They would have emergency. He did. I love how he. he yeah. Um, he's got eleven. Uh, he's got eleven hours. Um, before the the plane lands. No, he doesn't because the minute they'll notice that dead body, 
to notice that he's jumped out of the plane. <laughs> yeah. So he's kind of off. Yeah, everyone walking back and forth like, wasn't there a guy in that seat? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, know. you can't really miss him. <laughs> and how the fuck did he get down below? Because yeah, he went he, in the tiny elevator. The t- he, yeah, how the fuck is he getting into a dumbwaiter? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and that just starts ripping down sheets that say things like, do not enter. <laughs> Please. Please keep sealed when flight is in the air or something. So he's just ripping through it and down onto the, you know, open up a hatch that leads down onto the runway. It's like, don't worry about the rest of the people on the board. Like, you know, you do what the you need to do. The thing that me in that one is there's dogs in that hold. Yeah. There's dogs in a hold in a cage with no water or anywhere to go to the toilet for, for 11, 11 hours. Well, they're supposed to be, no, but the animals go to sleep. They put them to sleep when they're... You need to be careful with your phrase. Uh, no, they know what I, they, they, they know what I mean. They do. They, 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 uh, so they're not they're not awake during any kind of flight. So that's what you see a movie and dogs are barking. It's not true. Karen's, no, uh, they do. We had to do it with my cat. Wait, did your cat get here and well? No, he, no you didn't have a cat anymore. Karen? No, I didn't make the flight. No, no. <laughs> and, and all that they're they're they're, they're put to sleep. That keep. <laughs> I hope this. I hope they're giving it. They're giving a shot. This. Um, enough. Oh god! And, Not between the eyes. <laughs> give it a shot. Enough for the flight. They do. They like. Okay. So what you're saying is pets get knocked out and put in the hole. They do. Yeah. Look, Google it. Just thrown in like your luggage. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just something because they can't handle the uh, the air the pressure or something like that, and they'll go nuts or so whatever. But that's why. Okay. Fair. Um. Yeah, you know, there's not much really to talk about this film. My favorite scene is the tool set scene. I fucking love it. Uh, you can't, and then you've got uh, Dan Hedaya, who plays Arias, uh, the, the the leader guy. <laughs> Schwarzenegger is running up the steps, and he just fucking bubbles him with like four <laughs> shotgun blasts. And I thought, the, I think the first one got him. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Pummels him, and it's like so over the top. It is fucking. It is just class. And then of course, so yeah. all I think of. Sorry, man. Go no, ahead. you're fine. Go for it, man. Just all I could think of in that scene is a reversal of fortunes, because that scene is in essence exactly what Arnie had to go through in Technowire and Terminator. A couple of shotgun blasts to the chest and out through a window. Yeah. When was well? Oh yes, in the disco. Yep. I remember that. Um, my favorite, my favorite scene wouldn't be as such as a scene, but just a very small moment, and it's when uh, Matrix is fighting uh, Bennett, <laughs> and he knocks him onto the caution, uh, high voltage, yeah. and Bennett gets completely electrocuted and then bounces off it like nothing's happened and continues on the fight. If anything, and, it energizes him. He starts beating yeah. the shit out of Arnie. And then the pipe gets thrown through him, and the the best line of the movie, "Hey Bennett, why don't you let off some steam?" Classic, <laughs> classic line. That's my. That would be my. That's your go-to. Go-to, yeah. Classic. I would tend to agree. The end scene for me, actually, Bennett, his character changes, especially whenever he's like, "Come on, you know, let let the girl go. You know, it's just me and you." It's like, I can kill you, Matrix. Yeah. I am better than you. And he properly freaks out. It's like this guy who's just been worn down by his boss and is just determined to murder him. Yeah. it's. I don't... I think... I'm about to say something that sounds so ridiculous. We're talking about Commando. Ca- trust me, you'll fit in. 
a bit a bit more character development from Bennett would have been nice, but I don't think there's much character development out of anybody. You know what though? Fair. That's not bad because it would have been nice to see like a prequel, like a little five minute clip of the all these yeah. guys, you know, in a little like a little combat situation. Army. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, again. <laughs> The way I love how the the two his two buddies that he killed, uh, Bennett was supposed I love how we're all supposed to realize that Bennett got blew up in the boat. Yeah, sure, wink, wink. Yeah, but how the other two guys? How you know? Usually when you're being assassinated, it's you know you, you, you suffocate him in their sleep or you knife from the house. Yeah. you don't riddle them with bullets at gunpoint in the front lawn, and you certainly <laughs> don't go to the dealership and run them over with a car. <laughs> A guy but, also would not be dead uh, at that speed. That's what I was about yeah, to say. Yeah. Maybe the glass would have cut him. Yeah, but he no. jumped on the car. He, he jumped like he, he. It was his like. I'm not saying it was his fault, <laughs> but he could have so easily just stepped out of the way, and he he would have went through the window, and all would have been fine. I actually thought he was just stealing a car at that stage. I didn't know that. that I thought it'd been better was... if these guys at least put up some of a fight. Yeah, yeah. especially as they're meant to be commando army unit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The fuck. But you know, um, I, but it's still class, like oh yeah, it's still class, like it's still fun, the, it's still enjoyable. The, the, pretty much, <laughs> I think we're all on the same page with this, and we'll wrap this one up. Um, your final thoughts on there, Chris? Um, just to, it's. I'd watch it again. I watch it again tonight. It's just fun and enjoyable, and you don't need to concentrate on it. There's nothing hidden anywhere that you really need to concentrate on. Um. Acting is terrible, probably from everybody. Probably the best actors in it are the couple in the motel <laughs> that get knocked in on. They're more real. Um, and we get a good boob shot. There always has to be a boob shot in there as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's still fun. It's like, you know, you've got the whole, even him robbing the ammo store, it was class. It's good. And you get all the guns and the explosions. And yes, it's completely over the top. But it's enjoyable. Um, everything just is very coincidental. Like as Colin said earlier, you know, Cindy just happens to be able to fly a plane that happens to know where the refueling is, to just happen to know where the bad guy's base is. It's all very it's all very convenient, but still a fun, fun watch. It's really good. Only thing that I would have said would have improved it if if they had have merged, um, if they had a uh, merged another Arnie film into it where while he's going to get his daughter, he's also trying to get her like a a doll, you know, like he does in that uh what's that film where he's getting that action doll? Oh my god. Um, that would have been good. Away. Can you imagine can you imagine him turning up as like that action hero at the end instead of the commander warning? That would have been good. Wow. I would have made the film for me. <laughs> oh wow. You just went that extra mile there, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, what do you got, man? <laughs> it's a tough one. I used to love this movie, but the last couple of times I've watched it, it's almost been too senseless. Yeah, I, I get where you're coming from, Chris, but it's just, like, especially watching it this time around where I'm being a little bit more critical of it, having that soundtrack not change the entire movie, like it's <laughs> literally got three songs in it. There's the happy Jenny song, there's the main theme and then there's a song at the end of the movie when the credits roll. That's it. And for I, I honestly think it's about eighty percent of this movie. The main theme plays in the background for but no reason. 
But they're good songs, like. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> that horrible jung- jungle. Uh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's just bongo. It's the a, bongo it's like, in the weird. background. Uh, yeah, it's just I, I don't. Something about it now is just not as fun as it used to be, and maybe it's because I have watched it. I honestly don't know how many times, or I just expect more from movies now. But yeah, it's just not as enjoyable for me as it used to be. And if you have never seen Commando before, what are you doing? Where have you been for the last 30 years? If you have seen it, you probably know where I'm coming from. It's showing its age now. Still fun, but you really have to be out of things to watch to put it on. Yeah, um, this is one of my favorite Schwarzenegger films. <laughs> I fucking love it. Oh, oh. I mean, this is the movie that put him on the map, even over Terminator. This was the this was his box office hit. This is his movie. This is him. Boom. Um, this was the film that kind of gave him Running Man and Predator and and Total Recall and so forth. It wasn't Terminator, and I, I I it's one of those arguments where I got to tell Colin he's not wrong. It's really bad, <laughs> but it's so. But that's what makes it good. I'm sorry, man. It's, it is it is the movie that uh, gave us uh, between that and like I said, Rambo two. It's it's. It's the uh, the film that catapulted the dumb action film and uh, yeah. the bad one-liners, the cheesy acting, no script. Um, it does got some issues, which as a as a professional director and Mark Lester, who directed this, is a good director. He did Firestarter and Class of 1984. He has some good street cred, so he he should have caught those <laughs> big big uh, you know continuity errors. Um, but with that being said, it's an hour and a half. You have a smile on your face. I'm not, it's not, you know, it's it, it is, it by far, it's been my top five Artie movies. Hands down. That's right. Um, even over Terminator. Oh, wow. Ooh, yeah. Wow. It, it doesn't beat Terminator 2. <laughs> but it beats Terminator in my eyes. I am a big, True Lies is my favorite. Then you got Predator. Then you got Commando. Um, Those three beat Terminator. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, I wasn't a big Terminator fan. And, and maybe that could be it, too. Because I saw, I remember seeing, I was more introduced to Arnie with Commando than I was Terminator because they came out right almost the same time. Mm-hmm. And so that could be it for nostalgia reasons. It's stuck in my head. That's my go-to. I like the Terminator, but there's, I, I, I can watch the Terminator and, and enjoy it. But Commando, Jesus, I could watch that right now. It's so hold on. See, I'm the other way. Yeah. I could watch Terminator right now, but I... Wouldn't want to watch come out. And keep again. in mind what I'm saying. I'm not saying Terminator shit at all. I'm not saying that. I love Schwarzenegger films. Everyone knows that. I watch anything besides Jingle All the Way, and there's a couple other ones. Jingle All the Way. I would rather watch Jingle All the Way right now. Oh no, that's here, hold on. that's we're, wrong. We're all, that's we're all wrong. missing Kindergarten Cop here. Like, come on, give her, give him, give him credit for that one as well. Gonna put my hands up. Haven't seen it. Wow. Good, good. Keep it that way. Uh, so good. No, but you know what? I and don't forget, guys. We got we talk about the really bad scoring. Don't forget the theme song. Somewhere, somehow, someone, dun dun dun, somewhere, <laughs> somehow. Is that what the end song? Yeah, is? It's, called, it's called somewhere, somehow. Oh. It's by a band called. Um, it's Andy. Somewhere. No, <laughs> no it's somewhere. a pretty big Robert Palmer, and the Taylor Brothers from Duran Duran's band. Right. Okay. Um, they did it. They did another song called Some Like Get Hot. What was the Power Station? It's the band. And actually, catchy little song, but that's who that is. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Bubblegum Fun. I'm taking it on board. If this comes on 4K, 
I'm a sucker to buy it. Because if I want to see continuity errors and true sharpness <laughs> and true 4K, that's that I'm the guy. Oh, uh, wow! There you go. <laughs> uh, I thought for sure, Colin, you'd be on board of this one. I I thought I would too, but haven't watched it. I'm just I think I'm done with Commander. Ah, uh, you really see? See, I can never. I don't know. I'm pretty fair. I'm pretty honest with my. I'm pretty loyal to my films. No, I Until take next time, I, I Karen. Take that back. Never I take that back. I come in peace. It was like one of my favorite films. <laughs> I saw it again. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that movie's. Uh, it hasn't aged well. Yeah, that didn't age well when it first came out. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, we're gonna wrap this one up. Uh, that's a fun one. The last two ones have been pretty fun. We're gonna go to mm. more. We're gonna upgrade ourselves to new releases next week we're going to be talking black widow and then mortal Kombat. um so like i said like i always say at the beginning of the podcast we are spoiler filled if you have not seen those films rush out now go watch them and then come listen to us uh um as we get them recorded and that's all i have for you um uh, massive shout out to a bunch of new followers in italy hello and a handful of new followers from Germany. If you're getting, if you're listening to us, hello and welcome, welcome aboard. We appreciate you listening. Um, like, uh, yeah, our downloads are picked up. Like I always say, which is good. Followers are still the same. Uh, please follow us. I'd like to see those numbers go up, but they certainly haven't dropped any, which is nice to see. We're on Facebook, and you can certainly get us at Citizen Frame underscore Podcast on Instagram. We're gonna wrap this one up. Colin, Chris. Thank you for joining me. Did, did I already say that once? No, I can't even remember. There you go. The heat's fried my brain. There you are. Or, or Commando, one of the two. It probably there you are. I need to go Commando for a little bit. Is that warm? Okay, that's just... <laughs> I, on that note, I'm going to puke. And... And it deleted. I uh, edited it. All right, guys. Have a good night. We are... We are out. Take care.